Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Brax Tax. I am Brax. I'm Zach. And this? I'm Ethan. Ethan is our special guest today. Last week we had our special guest, Matt Hutchcraft, and now we have Ethan. Ethan is an alum of Impact Student Ministries at Northridge Fellowship. And now, where are you studying and what are you studying? So, uh, I'm studying at a very small Bible college um, called Athelbis. We'll just change their name to FLBC, um, the Free Lutheran Bible College. Nice. Yes. I'm just studying Bible in general. It's pretty okay. awesome. Cool. All right. Well, now that we have the introductions out of the way, um, we are going to be in John chapter 3. Uh, I'm very excited about this because um, I think, yeah, we took a break last week talking about missions um, specifically in um, how do we love our Muslim neighbor. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, it's worth checking out uh, last week's episode uh, titled How to Love Your Muslim Neighbor. Um, but now it's John 3, which has a very famous verse in it. So I'm excited about this. Um, I think my wife just texted me. On his brand new phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way... Um, it's a little I, uh, Apple advertisement there. I, I finally caved in because people were making fun of how tiny my phone was. Yeah. Um, Who said that? I mean, lots of people have, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> might have been one of them. But, um, yeah, I, got, I, I had the old SE, which was like the 5. From a rock to a supercomputer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <clears throat> no Just problem. Throw me under the bus. Mm -hmm. It happens a lot. <laughs> I'm discovering how little I know of uh, Generation Z um, culture and memes. Because mm -hmm. um, we've been playing a lot of Scriblio. Yeah. And, uh, and it's it's tough yeah. for you. It's tough for a millennial like me. The old, <laughs> old man. All right. So uh, we're going to read the first um, eight verses here of John chapter 3. Um, but before that, I think it's, it's necessary to have some context. Yes. Right? So John chapter 3 is right after John chapter 2. John chapter 2. So um, at the end of John chapter 2, we see that Jesus was at the, at, at the Passover feast in Jerusalem, and it says, Many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. So we're narrowing in here of uh, what uh, what is in man. Um, let's let's see. Nicodemus is a man. Let's see what's in him. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, because no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Don't marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who's born of the Spirit. So, any thoughts or observations as we kick into John 3 here? 
Well, uh, we were talking about before that um, we are talking um, in wanting to specifically talk about um, Jesus as a real person. Mm -hmm. um, and now we get actually an account of someone else talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mentioned this right before, um, where we see Nicodemus, um, who was, a, part, who was a, a Pharisee and a part of the Sanhedrin, mm -hmm. um, where he comes in to Jesus by night and says, Rabbi, calling Jesus Rabbi and teacher. Mm -hmm. So we get to see that Jesus was well known as a rabbi and mm -hmm. teacher, and Nicodemus says, from God, yeah. um, for no one can do these signs unless God is with him. Yeah. Which is just super cool that we get to see someone else's outside perspective mm -hmm. on Jesus. Yeah, who would have been a religious authority at mm -hmm. that time weighing in on this. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so <clears throat> my, my initial thought is first a, a question that's raised up. So mm -hmm. Nicodemus comes and says, Rabbi, we know that you uh, come from God as a teacher. And, and I, I feel like there could be some confusion as to we, because mm -hmm. he. Earlier, like we just got the context of, of chapter two. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people were believing in him, mm -hmm. and, uh, but Jesus wasn't entrusting himself to them. So yeah. is it that we, or is it the Pharisees we? And I imagine it would be the Pharisees we, which yeah. makes you know the murder of Jesus all the much more right. chaotic and surprising that they would actually yeah. want to murder a teacher that they know is from God. Yeah. But I think what also is good is that we know that you are a teacher. Mm -hmm. Just Jesus as himself, mm -hmm. yeah, he produces the miracles, but you know, just as, as the guy, you just know mm -hmm. that it's almost unnatural right. how you know, he comes from God. It's yeah. just, that's a fact they can see. Yeah. It, it's not some, some mystery or anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's foundational knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, uh, when we went to the Boundary Waters this summer, um, I was in a boat uh, with Isaac Nielsen and Jake Whitman. Um, by the way, absolutely terrifying to be in a boat with them. Oh, my uh, word, yeah. Because <laughs> I was pretty sure we were going to capsize. But we were passing a rock, and uh, one of Isaac's favorite um, lines um, is, is from Nature Walks. And, and he, you know, he'll see a tree and he'll be like, oh, that's a pretty neat aspen. You can tell it's an aspen because of the way it is. And we saw a rock and he said, um, oh, that's a pretty neat rock. You can tell it's a rock because of the way it is. And I was like, that's so true. Like, there's no other way to tell that something is a rock besides because of the way that it is. Um, and now I think that, that kind of foundational knowledge is, is true. What we're seeing right here with Jesus is that Nicodemus is coming to him and saying, um, we know that you're a teacher that has come from God. We can tell because the way you are. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just, it's obvious. There's, there, you don't have to dig deeper and be like, oh, is Jesus really a teacher come from God? No, he is based off of what we see. And what we see is that there's these signs that he's doing. And that can't happen if God's not with him. He has to be a teacher that comes from God. So, yeah, I, I agree that's. That's good. I find it interesting that as soon after Nicodemus has said this just mm -hmm. truth, this foundational mm -hmm. truth about Jesus, that in this account from John, mm -hmm. Jesus just goes and answers him by saying, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one of you is born again, he cannot in enter the kingdom of God. He, I don't know about you, but I can't tell that Nicodemus was asking about that <laughs> right. question. So this is actually one of my favorite moments in mm -hmm. this, this dialogue. Um, 
because there's moments when we're reading scripture um, and as we're trying to figure out what is Jesus like, it, it could seem to us that Jesus is just really weird. You know? <laughs> because he says, uh, we know that you're a teacher that's come from God because no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And I mean, imagine you come to somebody and say that. Yeah. You know, um, or someone comes to you and says that. Mm. You know, if, if someone said that to me, my, my response would probably be something like, thank you. <laughs> you know, like, it would, it would have something to do with what was just said. Yeah. But it seems like, at a first reading, Jesus is just like, you know, you know what just came to my mind when you, when you said that is that uh, you know no I, I, no one unless one is born again you can't you can't see the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last time I taught on this, I was trying to figure out like what <laughs> why does Jesus respond that way? Um, and I think if you know we we started this with with looking at the end of John mm-hmm. chapter two. Good point. Um, when he's in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. Mm. So there's two, two S's there, and it's the signs, but how you perceive signs is with sight. You don't, you don't see signs other ways. Mm. Um, and Nicodemus has either heard about the signs from other people who have seen them, or he himself has seen the signs. So he says, no one can do these signs, and I'll insert my little, um, you know, bracket here of words. Nicodemus doesn't say this, but I'm saying it for him. (laughs) No one can do these signs that we see you doing unless God is with him. Then Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So you're talking about seeing, Nicodemus? I'll tell you about seeing. Unless you're born again, you can't see. Mm-hmm. You can't see the kingdom of God. Um, any thoughts on that? Also, I, I was thinking about this, that Jesus said in the context we were just reading that Jesus knows all things. He knows all yeah. about men. Mm-hmm. What do you think Nicodemus's like real like desire is to go to Jesus? Do you think right. he was just... By the way, Jesus, just want to let you know, we believe you. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I don't think that's going to drop a line here. Just, just leave that there. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Jesus. Meet you later. No. Yeah. Um, I think Jesus sees into him and he goes, yeah. I know right here. Mm-hmm. Let's cut to the chase. Mm-hmm. No one, unless, I, truly, truly, I say to you, no one can be, no one, unless you are born again, <laughs> he cannot see the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I think Jesus is kind of just like, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Let's cut to the chase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, similarly, I would say, and this just proves to show how rich that this passage actually is, mm-hmm. um, but similarly to what, to what uh, you're saying is uh, Nicodemus comes to him with all these praises and exaltations mm-hmm. and glorification, mm-hmm. right, right for glorification. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's so Jesus to then yeah. humble himself, not, not, you know, accept that praise right. or anything like that, yeah. but rather just cut right to the chase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we'll see later in, in John 5, I don't receive glory from people. Yeah. That's, that's something that, yeah, it's hard for me to keep. Mm-hmm. Just you saying, really, yeah. you know, <laughs> keeping it to just this, but there's, you know, this, yeah, this is what Jesus is like, is he could, he could take a second and, you know, hey, thanks, Nicodemus, you know, I appreciate it, you're right, I, you know, mm-hmm. I am coming from God, 
Um, but it, it's not it's not like a, a, a black hole of humility mm-hmm. too of just like pff, right you know not even not even perceive that mm-hmm. he was, like he he hears it takes what he's hearing and going right at the heart of his need um, and I think Nicodemus is here to talk about the kingdom yeah um, that's I think why he he goes there. Um, Nicodemus said to him, so he hears this, he's tracking, he's a teacher yeah. of Israel, he's a scholar, and, 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 and okay, so he just hears for the first time, um, you know, we, we have this language about being born again. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is brand new. Yeah. Um, so he hears that unless you're born again, Nicodemus, you can't see the kingdom of God. Um, okay, how? How can a man be born when he is old? And he and Nicodemus is probably old. Yeah. Based off of, you know, he when he because he says when he is old. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say like when he's grown. Mm-hmm. So Nicodemus is probably an old guy. Um, can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born icky? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like you had to have a little bit of sarcasm there. Like, like I would hope. Like you would think, yeah. like that Nicodemus is like, okay, like <laughs> you're a teacher of God, but I'm not tracking here. I mean, Nicodemus right. is obviously a smart man. Yeah. Like he is wise. He probably knows everything there is to oh, know yeah. about the Old Testament. Yeah. And everything, which was not the Old Testament. Just that the Testament. Testament. It was just the, the Bible. Um, First and only. And. I, I can just totally imagine, I bet everyone can, that he's just so sarcastic here. Can he enter into it a second time into his mother's womb? Right. Like, like if that's the necessary, mm-hmm. what I need to do, then... <laughs> I think this is also an important point about Jesus' character as a person. I think Jesus likes questions. Yes. I think when he says something, I think when Jesus says something, we either get a question... Mm-hmm. Or people come to him with questions. And then instead of a statement, he always asks a question. Jesus loves questions. So I think on purpose, Jesus was directly vague at the beginning of this. So that Nicodemus would continue with this. And we see that Jesus answers him directly this time. Mm -hmm. And not like, I got another side thing. Um, So I think this is obviously where Jesus wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that should be kind of uh, something that we ourselves need to watch out for as Christians. Um, we're a lot quicker to answer questions than Jesus is. Oh, yes. Um, and it's, you know, like you said, the, the humility of, of Jesus. Um, you know, he cuts to the chase, but then he waits at the chase. <laughs> you know, um, and I think because of his humility, he, he waits. Um, in our pride, we tend to be, we want to answer the question mm-hmm. because we have the answer and, and, and we, um, we like the feeling of, mm-hmm. of being the one with the answer. Um, we, we pat ourselves on the back. We, we, we love to feel like we're the expert. We love to feel like we're the one helping, you know, because because like with helping, you know, you're reaching down for someone mm-hmm. and helping them up, and you're like, you know, you know, it's all, <laughs> you know, and, and even that is like, this is why I, I don't like personally 
I, you know, you can say it if you want to, but personally, I won't do the whole, um, you know, someone says, hey, you know, great job with that, you know, I won't say, hey, it's all Jesus, you know, it was all because I feel like so often we use that as like a subtle rebuke and is actually feeding my pride Mm -hmm. of like, you know, what you really need to do here is give glory to God for how awesome I am. Yeah. Because, (laughs) you know, and so like for me, if someone says, hey, great job, thank you for that, I'll be like, hey, thank you for for that. I'm I'm glad it was helpful. You know, because the thing is, like, I don't think... I've never heard Jesus go, you know, when he's thanked or anything of like, hey, all him, you know, don't, not here. The reality is it is all him. Yeah. But um, in the humility of, of not, you know, subtly rebuking somebody that way. But anyway, I, I think Jesus, to, to your point, mm-hmm. um, Jesus is, he takes his time. Yeah. Um, souls need time to, to grow and, and, you know, um, and if, I think if you move them too quickly, they break. Um, so he's gentle that way. His humility births gentleness for, for Nicodemus and he doesn't answer the question right away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, any other thoughts on, on Nicodemus's response in verse four? All I know is I would be in the same spot with him. I probably would have said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would have been confused as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It just came to my mind. Like Jesus is an absolute fan of the Socratic method. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therefore, moving to Jesus' method. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> messianic method. Messianic. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I, I really, this is like, as, as someone who loves to teach, this is also something I'm kind of looking out for in Jesus' interactions in John is what is the messianic method? Um, because the Socratic method is just, you know, asking a lot of questions. And that, that's similar here. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like there's more humility and gentleness in the messianic method right. than the Socratic. Right. It is unlike anything we do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see later, but John 7, um, no one has ever spoken like this man. Um, so, Jesus answered, now, second time, he answers, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Don't marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who's born of the Spirit. So is Jesus clarifying things a whole lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, Jesus actually brings up a point in verse 5 that is heavily debated upon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, what is born of water? Yeah. Um, and I actually took a class with Brax in high school, um, and we talked mm-hmm. about this for a little bit, and I'm sticking to the answer we talked about in that class, and most people I know will stick to that answer as well, um, that in this context, instead of being born of water is like born of God's word in this life, 
or of baptism is born of water. Like when you're in your mother's womb, my water broke, mm -hmm. right? Um, born of this earth and of the spirit. Um, so um, in my perspective, uh, this is just talking about we need to be born of this world and of the spirit to be able to see the king, to enter the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that, Zach? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely agree. It makes perfect sense, <laughs> yeah. you know, as much as it can. Um, but I, I think of, of Jesus' response here uh, and how it's, it's not purposefully directly going to answer the question mm -hmm. right away. Um, it, it speaks volumes of Jesus' character. One, there's stuff that Nicodemus doesn't necessarily need to know yeah. mm -hmm. uh, at this, you know, this time so he's not going to give them the knowledge that he doesn't need um, and it, it's just wonderfully complex and I think it, it's so complex that there's moments where we, we just can't grasp it at all uh, and it speaks to the complexity of the mind of Jesus of mm -hmm. just being this you know intellectual master who can link so many things together and have all this deep knowledge that it just goes way over our head mm -hmm. I'm gonna check the camera for a second Oh no! Um, it's just a regular podcast again. I mean, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. Is uh, is the camera working on there for other people? Maybe, perhaps. Folks, folks, Susan. Um, that. Whoa, what's going on? Um, well, uh, I guess we're just gonna keep going because. Do you look on Facebook? Uh, I I am I'm not on Facebook. You're not. On but Facebook. no, I was looking up a passage because okay, I'm gonna look on Facebook about. to see, see how it's still. Let us know if uh, you know our camera is still working. We can't see ourselves anymore. No, but and we're a little we're a little behind. But oh, okay. the broadcast interrupted. Oh, weird. Okay, well, podcast is still. Yeah, podcast yep. <clears> we can we'll understand. Yeah, that. we can do that later. <clears throat> um. So I do think now. I do think that there is a little bit of um, I'm not I'm not totally sure about the water like as physical mm -hmm. anymore um, mm. um, because to me now look thinking about it it seems redundant um, to say uh, yeah you, you have to be physically born and then you have to be spiritually born. Like, well, of course you have to be physically mm -hmm. born, you know. Um, so, this is, this is the parallel passage in Ezekiel 36, um, in verse 26. And I will give you, oh, I'm sorry, 25. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses. Okay, that's a word. Uncleannesses. Doesn't seem like it should be a word. It should be like uncleanliness. That would be, you know, but it's plural, I guess. So uncleannesses, um, and from all your idols, I will cleanse you. So water, and I will give you a new heart, and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the hard stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. So I I think. Um, I think Jesus is alluding to that, of there has to be a, a cleaning and a, a spirit given to you 
Um, otherwise, you can't enter the kingdom of God. Uh, that that would be what mm-hmm. I would point to now. Um, now it could be the physical, and then and we see in verse six it says that is born of flesh is flesh. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, 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 there's so many parallels here. Um, and then also if we're talking about like needing to be baptized, I don't think this is probably the strongest case yeah. people are going to use. Yeah. Um, but all we really need to know is that we need to be born of spirit mm-hmm. from this text for yeah. sure. Then we can go to others to talk right. about baptism and other yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and Jesus obviously thinks and knows Nicodemus needs to know this. Mm-hmm. And now John, um, being inspired by God, knows that we need to know this as well. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows, maybe Jesus somehow was alluding to both. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. could be. Could Jesus be. is like, you know what, yeah. this is going to confuse I mean, all these guys yeah. on their podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Later you know, in life. 2,000 years from now, this is really going to confuse some folks on doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, that's complete conjecture, but yep. it's interesting to wonder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, anytime reading the Bible... If there's multiple options, compound that also with if if it's going to be a few of those paired up. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say you've got three. It could be one and two are true. Mm-hmm. And three's not. It could be two and three is true. And one's not. It could yep. be one and three is true. And two's not. Um, or all three could be. Yeah. You know, it, it's not because Jesus is infinite in his, um, you know, in his word, his thinking, his, you know, it, it's not impossible. I mean, it's not even impossible for us to, to have dual meaning. Um, you know, I could try to think of one now, but I can't. Um, Just any double entendre. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I won't go there. I <laughs> think, but low-hanging fruit ones are just... Well, even that, I guess, low-hanging fruit... Like I could, I could True. say, Any you know, yeah. you know, like if if you're, you know, having a conversation and you and you kind of cherry pick something, and then and you're also like grabbing, you know, it's like oh, it's kind of poking fruit, and, and yeah. <laughs> um, I think this does bring up as well. Then this is one of my favorite things to bring up, at least, is that um, he says that which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't marvel that it said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes. You hear its sound. You don't know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who's born in the Spirit. Now, we could have a very fun debate. I would prefer we don't have a debate. Um, but uh, it brings up, um, I, whenever I'm in this passage, I, I like to point out um, you know, which one of us decided to be born. Mm. Um. And, and anytime I ask that question, there's no one who raises their hands. Um, you know, no one had a say with their parents beforehand of like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Like, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and pick. You know, like, that is not a conversation that happens beforehand. Um, yeah, we're really podcasting. Just Sounds good. Just the bodies crashed. Um, but, um, so then... Is that true of being born in the Spirit? So, I'm going to yeah. check here to see if there's a... 
now we get to talk about Calvinism if we so decide. Yeah, if, yeah. if we so if we so choose. <laughs> that would be exciting. Yeah, I can just play devil's advocate all day on that subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not really subscribed to anything at this moment. Oh wow. Yeah, I know, right? Apple buses. Well, it's there's certain people. You know what, man? It's confusing. Uh, you changed a lot of my perspective. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I mean, being exposed to anything new, if you don't know anything about um, this subject of Calvinism, um, Arminianism, free will, however you mm-hmm. want to describe it, yeah. um, there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. just glad we have a God who loves us. I, I am too. <laughs> That's that's where I that's usually my answer to what do you think? I'm just glad Jesus saved me and that he loves me. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Just Brax would say, much rather dine with the uh you you pull it up? Uh, I'll pull up the quote because there was this time Zach and I were texting and and it was it felt really good. (laughs) I I have it in a note that says sometimes I say good things. Um, uh, so I think any tradition has the potential to minimize God. Um, if we understand and even love our system, but have never fallen in love with the God-man, we will minimize God. I would rather have fellowship with Arminian who has seen Aslan than feast with a Reformed Calvinist who has never even been to Arminian. That's... Absolutely. I would rather that because the, Jesus is central. He is the unifying... Um, figure and and person personal person mm-hmm. in our lives it's it's not calvin who unites it's not Jacobus arminius who <laughs> unites um it's not rob bell it's not francis chan it's not john piper it's it's not greg boyd it's you know and sorry if you know none of those people um if you know none of those people that's probably good um, <laughs> it, because jesus is central um, now, I, I will say that God has still given us his word, mm-hmm. still given us revelation. Um, you know, what we shouldn't do with the knowledge that Jesus is central is say, well, then those things don't matter. Absolutely. Because they do matter. It, it, it comes down to, has God revealed himself through his word or not? Um, and to what extent can we be certain about these things? Um, so then the question, you know, if, if I didn't have a decision, if I had no part in the decision process with my parents of me being born, is that also the, the case when it comes to being born again by the Spirit? Um, and just the context with this is then he also says, after he says, okay, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Don't marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes. You hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who's born of the Spirit. And, and the wind, too, he's, he's having double meaning here because the word for wind is also a word for Spirit. And that's like the same in a lot of cultures, is wind and, and Spirit have, you know, it's a dual, dual meaning there. So, he could be talking about physical wind, mm-hmm. and he could be talking about the Spirit. So, the wind, I mean, the Spirit goes where he wants. You hear his sound, 
You don't know where he comes from or where he goes. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. So just really pushing this, like, the Spirit, it's up to him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, again, context, uh, John 1, which we, you know, several weeks back looked at, um, is, is when he says in verse 12, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Okay, children, born, same thing. Um, and then who were born, not of blood, so it's not my family background, um, nor of the will of the flesh, so not, uh, you know, family adopting or, or even um, me. And then the flesh is probably, you know, it could be, could be just, you know, natural or, or it could be, um, this is not something that is going to help you to any advantage. You know, it's, it's not like the flesh can achieve this, um, nor of the will of man, but of God. Um, so that to me, just already, John 1, 12 through like 13 there. John three, um, I go. I, it's it's got to be where where God does something, um, and I am born again. Um, now, <laughs> that does not mean uh, that my part to play is then negated because God has has. You know, if God is the main actor, then I I'm not a supporting character. Mm-hmm. You know. That's not what it means, um, you know. And it, it, and I think one of the things that this does of acknowledging that this is the will of God for you to be born again, um, and you can't make that happen yourself, really puts the central focus on on God's grace. That is that it, it's not it it has nothing to do with me and how great I was, you know, or like wow God saw something in me and was like oh. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta save that one, you know, because what will my collection of humans be like <laughs> in heaven without them, you know? Like, yeah. it, it, without the crown jewel, like, that's not how it works. It's like, he, you know, in, in overflowing love meets our brokenness that has nothing to offer and then fills it with, with love and goodness. Anyway, any thoughts? Yeah. Um, I mean, w- one thing that you see back, to, back, back in chapter 3 um, is directly in that same vein, um, Nicodemus asks, how can a man be born again? Mm-hmm. And then puts himself in the driver's seat of, does the man have to enter back right. into mm-hmm. yeah. it? And then Jesus responds, no, yeah. no. Your hands are off the <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's, I, I, I'm, I'm taking, the Spirit is taking care of this. Mm-hmm. This is not your main concern. Mm-hmm. Be amazed that it's happening. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's not, it's not your place. It's right. Not, no, it's not your job. Yeah. Um, and two, we, we see how Jesus has moved the conversation. Mm-hmm. So Nicodemus talks about seeing, and then Jesus talks about seeing. Uh, you, you know, you think that you're seeing these signs. You think that you, you might be seeing the kingdom, but you can't see the kingdom unless you're born again. And then, well, then how? how? <laughs> you know, can... Can he enter a second time? Okay, you're talking about entering? Well, unless you're born of water and the Spirit, you can't enter the kingdom of God. So you can't see its effects in the world. 
You can't truly see it for what it is, and you can't enter. So now this is talking like, you know, final salvation stuff. Is if if you are not born again, you can't. It's not that you just can't see the effects of the kingdom of God on earth as it's progressing and meeting the kingdom of darkness. It's also you can't be a part of it um, unless you're born again. By the way. With how important this is, you can't do it. Um, which then brings Nicodemus to say, how can these things be? <laughs> so, um, in, in my small group this last week, we were in John 3. And um, I, it, one of the guys was just like, how? Ah, oh, and I'm like, dude, you're in good company, you know? And and because Jesus says you're the teacher of Israel, and yet you don't yeah. understand these things, so like way smarter people than us mm -hmm. are having a hard time with, you know, with how important this is. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. it. You are not responsible for causing yourself to be born again, Nicodemus. And, and all of your, you know, wanting to enter, wanting to see, it's it's not ultimately up to you. How can these things be? And then, you know, because we're like, all these questions come to mind. You know, what if someone really wants to, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. But Jesus isn't answering that question yet. Um, Jesus answered him, you're the teacher of Israel, yet you don't understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we've seen. But you don't receive our testimony. If I've told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe? If I tell you heavenly things, no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, Jesus, yeah, and, and who he is, you know, he's looking at Nicodemus and saying, I've told you earthly things. You should get this. Mm -hmm. but you don't. If you don't get the earthly things, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? So, so the premise is that the earthly things are the easy ones. The heavenly things are the hard ones. Jesus is saying, if we don't get this, these are all earthly things that he's talking about. And, and you don't get, if you don't get it, how can you, how can you believe <laughs> the heavenly things that I want to tell you if, you if you're stuck here? And by the way, he can tell us heavenly things. Mm -hmm. No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. So you can't even go somewhere else to find the heavenly things. I'm the only one who has come there who can tell you heaven. Good stuff. Any thoughts? Because then it's, uh, it's going to get even better. Yeah. Yes, I know. I, I'm super excited. Like, this entire, like, half of a page is highlighted for me. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's just so like good. one of those Christians who just highlights the whole Bible because it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad about highlighting certain parts. I'm like, you know what? This part of the Bible is good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Ooh. the one. Mm. Oh, no. 
I mean, go ahead and highlight the genealogies. They're right. Probably... Yeah, absolutely. I love the genealogies. Actually, there's a really good sermon that you should look up about yeah. the genealogies done by my pastor. Nice. It's amazing. That's awesome. Yes. Um, Otherwise, we could just keep reading. I think it would be good to keep reading. There's okay. Because we would like, I would like to talk about this next stuff. Right. And we want to actually get. We want to actually you know, get. We, we may or may not. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the son of man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up. That whoever believes in him may have eternal life. So, Old Testament context, um, which is, I, I, I just read it um, in the Hebrew, mm-hmm. and it's, it's funny, because it's, I think it's number six, um, there's, there's a few funny things that happen. Um, the one is, uh, the people of Israel are grumbling about God and Moses, and they're like, we wish we could just go back to Egypt, you know, where things were good. And, and um, the headdress of, of Pharaoh, you know, you see it in every movie that has a, a Pharaoh, mm-hmm. is, a, is a snake, is yeah. a cobra, right? Um, and so God goes, oh, you, you want Egypt? Fine, I'll give you Egypt. Little taste of Egypt here. Snakes, serpents, just like little pharaohs for you, right? And and they start coming, and they're venomous. They they bite an Israelite, and you die because you know that's what happens. <laughs> um, and so God intercedes for the people on on their you know to God on their behalf, and God says to make for them um, a a serpent, and and put it up on a uh, a standard pole um, and so then if anyone looks at the snake um, they will they will be healed they will live and the other just the funny part about it is that the word for snake is um, nahash and then the word for bronze is nahoshet so it's a nahash nahoshet <laughs> and it's, it's that's just that's funny to me because it, I'm pretty, I don't think God tells him what material to make it out of. Yeah. But that's it's like the most snaky it can be, you know. <laughs> it's like And yet that snake is a type of Christ. That it, that's and that's what's going on. Yeah. Um and that's why he says just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up so that who, whoever believes in him may have eternal life. So just as the Israelites were told to look, to simply look, Jesus is saying, simply look. Just, just look. This is the kind of belief that he's talking about, is that look to me as the one to save, because God loved the world like this. He gave his only son. That whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Because God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe 
is condemned already because he's not believed in the name of the only Son of God. This is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and doesn't come to the light lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Amen. Right? It's just so much good there. Um, I mean, we get probably the most famous verse in the entire Bible. Um, John three sixteen. Um, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. I also always thought that verse was interesting because it didn't talk about Jesus on the cross. Right. But now that we look at the two verses prior, it's saying just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, which we now know, I don't know if Nicodemus did, was Jesus being lifted up on a cross. Um, Well, so amazing. We just get to see God's love just shown upon the people that were a part of the darkness before. And so timely that this is happening mm-hmm. during Passover. Right. That it, he, you know, he's presenting himself as a sacrificial lamb mm-hmm. that they're celebrating at that time, at yeah. that moment, when Nicodemus is talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. So then, what we were talking about earlier of you know, you, it's the spirit. It's not you, it's the spirit. Then that, that brings up the question of like, well, if it's the spirit, then what, what do I, what do I do? Um, what, if, what if I want to go to heaven, but I know that it's the spirit mm-hmm. that does? This is Jesus's, I think, leading us to this point of, you know, the desperation of, I can't get into heaven. Mm-hmm. And then he says, whoever believes in him may have eternal life because God loved the world like this. He gave his only son so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So it is not limited to, um, you know, a certain people group mm-hmm. of like, well, you know, this is, is going to be the only ones. Um, it's the invitation is open to all. So Peter might, might have. Oh, no, we're still good. I don't know if that's Yeah, it's just, it's just resting. Okay. All um, right. <laughs> So that whoever believes. So mm-hmm. the, the limitation is Jesus doesn't limit it at no. this in these verses. He says, so look, if you are concerned, I'm not someone who the Spirit will, will move in. Believe. Just look. Just believe in the name of the only Son of God. It is not, it's not going to pass by you if you believe. Just look. Believe. 
and then know that that belief did not happen without the Spirit doing something. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's it. That's all it is. Um, we don't have to complicate it by like, you know, well, I believe. Was I born again? You know, mm-hmm. can, I, can I believe without being? No. <laughs> if you believe, you've been born again. You can enter into the kingdom. You can see because you believe. You, it's through him that you see everything else. It's through him that you enter. He is the door for the sheep. You can enter into the kingdom by him. So just come. Whoever believes, whoever believes, he does not limit it. 